Uh, so first, let's just uh, a little bit of history. The, re uh, the solid red line is the how the GDP overall has been performing for the last 18 months. And as you can see, for the last year, in 2021, we had very significant growth. We actually had 5.7% growth. And as the President has also pointed out on many occasions, that is an exceptionally high rate of growth, obviously had to do with our coming out of the pandemic a bit. And then you can see the red line dip below zero, and those are our two quarters of negative growth. And all those colored bars are basically the different pieces of GDP. The things above the horizontal black line are things that added to GDP. The things below it are things that detracted. And you can see that the dec overall decline was small, and so this is almost as much stuff above the bar uh, line as below it. And what's going on here are some technical factors that I'm going to spare you about inventories and foreign trade and so on. But the things to note uh, uh, is the turquoise line, which is how much services consumers are buying. This is the famous airline situation, hotels, doctors, lawyers, all that stuff has stayed substantially positive throughout this period. They are buying fewer goods at the moment. That's the dark blue line, a uh, dark blue uh, uh, square just below the line. But that's, uh, that's fairly normal after what's gone on in the pandemic. I think the other important things to note are that um, housing has begun to uh, decline. You had a 14% decline in housing last quarter. And that's to be expected when you raise interest rates and, and mortgage rates, as you know, have doubled over the past several months. It has an effect on housing. The last thing I would note on this chart is the dotted red line to the right. That is the consensus projection of economists for what could happen uh, in the next two quarters, which is slightly positive GDP, i.e. Uh, not a contraction. I do think there is still a very substantial chance, probably more than 50%, that we have some kind of recession at some point to get inflation under control. So the first audio clip that you heard there was Bill Clinton. So recession has been defined as two quarters of negative growth for as far back as probably most of us can remember or have been alive. Up until recently, they want to now uh, change that and try to make it better for themselves. I just wanted to play you that, showing that even in their denial, they keep admitting at some point, at some point, it is coming, it's on the horizon at some point. But the fact of the matter is, we've had two consecutive uh, quarters of negative growth so regardless of all the razzle-dazzle and the spin that they want to put on it or the changing of definitions that they're trying to do, we are in a recession. And if you're wondering who the second person talking was, that was former Obama Treasury Counselor uh, Ratner. So that's where that's at. All right, on to my next one here. Climate change. You know we're about to dump a whole bunch of money into climate change right now. You uh, see that... They're trying to pass the smaller version of Build Back Better right now, which has quite a bit of uh, money in it, hundreds of billions of dollars, for climate change programs uh, that are, you know, we go over this all the time, but they're more about control than they are about actually fixing or doing anything to assist or help the climate. Um, so... <clears throat> 
to just to just always drive this home, you know, because you never know who's listening. I know I have my standard group of listeners that always listen, but you never know who's tuning in, and maybe they need to be uh, awoken and see what's going on around them. Germany's biggest cities prepare for a looming energy crisis by shutting off warm water, limiting heating, and switching off lighting. Okay. <laughs> because remember, they've gone green. They're doing the best that they can to go green, not to mention they're being starved out for oil over there uh, with Russia. Some of Germany's biggest cities are preparing for an emergency crunch this winter by shutting off warm water, limited heating, and switching off of lighting. This is a report that came in from Just the News. Uh, the German city of Hanover is attempting to reduce its energy consumption by 15% between October 1 and March 31st. Hanover municipal buildings will not be allowed to be heated to a temperature above 68 degrees Fahrenheit. The city has banned the use of mobile air conditioning units and fan heaters. The citizens of Hanover will be forced to take cold showers at the city-run facilities. The, Germ- uh, yeah, the German city will cut off hot water in public buildings, swimming pools, and gyms. It's uh, looking good. This is a, a brief, just a quick little insight to what is coming our way if we allow this administration to keep shoving this climate change nonsense down our throat and keep taking us away further and further away from fossil fuels and putting us into an energy crisis by putting us on energy sources that do not work. They don't produce enough to be reliable sources of energy. So this is what we have coming up in our not too distant future, because let's be honest, they've been on this path for a long time. We've been fighting it for a long time, but it, the current makeup of Congress right now, they, they hold all the pieces to the puzzle, and until that changes, they can get through pretty much almost anything that they want to get through. Now, obviously, you can't get everything through, but if they actually had all Democrats on board at all times, we would have already been dealing with the, the Build Back Better, which would have, my God, the economy would be, it's already a disaster. I don't even want to think about where we would be at had that had passed. Now they're going to spend more money, close to $800 billion, on climate change and uh, uh, medical stuff and whatever, whatever other bullcraps hidden in that uh, package that they got there. It's about 800 pages long. At the moment, I read a couple different reports. The only possible person standing in their way is Sinema. Because there was a couple pieces in there that I think Sinema didn't want in there the first time around because uh, it's going to affect her for her donors because it hurts her donors, in which case, why would they want to give her money for her campaign and donate to her if she's going to sign something into, into law that will you know take money out of their pockets? So she's kind of the wild card right now. We don't know what she'll do. We do know that she left the session. Uh, requesting a hard copy of the almost 800-page bill that she was going to take back with her, read over, and see if uh, she's going to sign it or not. She's a wild card right now, so we don't know what cinema's going to do. We shall see. Um, I do know that I found out in that bill, in case you were wondering, because you remember Joe Biden and the Democrats always promise you that they're never going to raise your taxes. Well, I just saw in the in part of the bill, was reading a few different places, 
If you make $30,000 a year or more, get ready because next year your taxes are going to go up. So now they are taxing the lower, I would say $30,000 a year. You're probably close to the poverty line. So anybody that's making 30 or above, you're going to start getting hammered more um, on taxes, which you're already getting hammered because inflation is a tax. A gas being up is a tax. Energy being up is a tax. Everything around you is a tax right now. So your money has been consistently shrinking since this administration was put into place. And apparently they're not done uh, trying to sweep away your paycheck. They'll probably finish it off once they start taxing you even harder. I just hope that people in those ranges, and I'm one of them, I'm no different. I'm an average work guy like anybody else. I hope that most people pay attention, see that's what's happening, and vote accordingly next time. You know, vote Not for who your favorite person is because they talk nice or they look nice. Or no, they've been there for 30 years. They obviously know what they're doing. Well, obviously not if you're in the situation you're in. So make sure that when you vote, you vote correctly. Don't don't vote for the same people that are going to keep putting these same policies in place that are going to continue to affect you and your personal life and hurt you. (laughs) I bet, you know... How many, not that they would ever admit it, but how many Democrats do you think you could go around to and independents and even Republicans that voted against Donald Trump because they didn't like his little mean old tweets or they didn't like the way he talked or they didn't like anything else? How many of them do you think truly, secretly, because you know they wouldn't tell you, but secretly say to themselves, man, I messed up. I should have just voted for Trump and just dealt with those stupid mean tweets and I should have just dealt with that crap because right now, I'm getting killed. I'm getting pulverized. Every time I pull up to the gas station, I cringe because I don't know what the price is going to be today and I'm getting hammered. Every time I go to the grocery store, it seems like the bill is a little bit more. Every time my lighting bill comes in, it's a little bit more. How many of them do you really think are sitting at home and saying to themselves, man, I screwed the pooch on that deal? Because I would venture to say quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah, vote correct next time. Stop voting for stupid stuff. Vote for policies, policies that make sense for you and the American people, not policies with these far-off dreams of climate change like uh, because we destroy our economy and we go green and you change every vehicle to an electric vehicle and we have rolling blackouts and we can't take warm showers that we're going to fix the whole globe because guess what, since nobody else is going to do it, especially the more developed, larger countries that are not going to do it, it's going to basically have no effect on the globe. So you're going to put yourself through punishment for nothing. So please, vote correctly correctly next time. It would make sense for all of us because we're all suffering with you. All right. U.S. retired general says a new pandemic declaration is on the predicted schedule. <laughs> I think we're all waiting for this. I don't think this is going to come as a surprise. Two retired U.S. generals, uh, M.G. Paul Valley of the Army and Thomas McEnery of the Air Force are raising the alarm about the World Health Organization declaring monkeypox a global health emergency following the agency's handling of COVID-19. You know, I brought this up a couple weeks ago that 
just because the WHO says it. First of all, we don't have to do anything about it. In a sane world, if you have a sane president that's looking out for the best interests of the country, when you only have 22,000 cases of monkeypox globally, not in the United States, globally, I don't see that as a uh, something to cause a whole lot of concern. 7 billion people, 22,000 infected, and it's generally... Uh, with the homosexual population or uh, bisexual, which, I mean, at that point, aren't you homosexual anyway, so what the hell's the difference? Uh, but yes, it's if you are having same sex and your same sex partners, that's the communities that are being impacted the most by this. So chances are, unless you either live with somebody uh, who is um, having, you know, doing acts like that, you live with a gay person, you know, you, since you're in close contact, you may get it. But chances are, for the most part, you got a pretty good shot at not getting monkeypox. So I don't see what the big uh, problem is. Not to mention they have a vaccine, and this has been around for decades. It's nothing new, and this is just, I think they were testing the waters. This is just their latest scheme to try to put you back in a box because they could see the COVID box has completely crumbled. No one really cares about it. So I think they want to put everybody back in a box so that they can continue to steal power, make money, and do what they need to do on the side. The WHO, anyways, the director, he's a uh, Marxist. You know, he's in bed with China. So why would you listen to this fool anyways? They lied about everything with COVID. I wouldn't believe a damn thing they have to say. I'd pull out of that organization and tell them, no thanks. You know, you want to go hustle those, hustle those other countries? You know, have at it. We're not funding you. We're not going to be part of your organization and have a nice life because they're a useless organization. Maybe at one point in time, um, there was some integrity there where they were giving you true uh, uh, facts and statistics and really cared about what was going on. But when you put a Marxist as the director, that kind of shows where you're at. I mean, yeah, when you put somebody who's in bed with any particular country, you know, if you're supposed to be neutral, you shouldn't be too friendly with anybody. You should treat everybody the same across the board. You should just report the data and the facts as they come in. If you need to check into something more, you check into it more. But you should be a neutral organization, which we can see for a fact that they are not. (sighs) The WHO. All right. Man, you know, uh. Believe it or not, we've gone through a few subjects already. <laughs> I had to slow down. I had like 10 things I wanted to talk about. When I started going through all my printouts, I'm like, uh, I don't think unless I want to sit here and talk for an hour, <laughs> I might want to split these up. So we're going on to the next one anyways. But believe me, if you think I'm going through quite a bit today and we're moving a little bit faster, we're only touching each topic for a couple minutes. It's because I had a lot on my mind and I was reading a lot and printing a lot. Um, All right, Republican attorney generals demand answers on Google's abortion search manipulation. If you recall, excuse me, I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, If you recall, Democrats like Mark Warner, uh, Alyssa Saltkin, and Elizabeth Warren in New York, uh, and New York Attorney General uh, Latitia James, uh, have demanded that Google, Google censor results accusing the company of sending women to fake clinics that traffic misinformation. And remember, what they claim is misinformation would be calling a baby a baby or a fetus a fetus and telling you that it, a heartbeat starts at a certain age and that it is a life in your stomach. I know that's you know real dangerous 
stuff to say there, but um, they say these clinics are ref- are, are uh, that they're referring to are crisis pregnancy centers. You know, I mean, God forbid you have a woman who's deciding whether or not they should have an abortion and they want to hear both sides of the story. See, they don't want you to do that. They want you to be directed to one place only. They want to direct you to an abortion clinic that's going to go in there and they're going to pat you on the back and almost force you to get that abortion. No problem. Let's do it. It's nothing in there. No big deal on the procedure. You don't need to see what happens in there. You don't need to know what's inside of your stomach. Let's just go through it. We're not. We're going to be very vague about the aftermath of the abortion, how you're going to feel, uh, situations that could possibly arise. We want to just... It's like a a machine. We're just going to pump you in and pump you out of the abortion clinic. Instead of, why don't you give the person, uh, like we should do with everything in life, give them their options. So you have somebody that would come in and listen to some abortion counselors, get all the literature on it, make sure that it's all true, watch some videos, maybe even watch a video of what an abortion consists of, then go to a crisis crisis clinic uh, where they are pro baby and they're going to give you all the pluses and then you go home and after you have all the information from both sides you can make a decision an educated decision for yourself and go forward with whichever one you choose to go forward with well see typical of people that are in power is that they don't really care about your decision your that process of you making your own mind up they're going to make it up for you And they don't like it when you have the option. So therefore, the easiest thing for them to do to fix that problem so that way they can retain complete control and complete power is to now get on Google's back and make sure that when you are searching for that second option of instead of having an abortion, maybe I'd like to talk to some counselors about keeping the baby, that it's eliminated altogether. Well, I agree with the Republican attorney generals that want it looked into because we all know Google is a pawn for the left. Uh, During the presidential election, how many conservative left or right-leaning outlets were completely, I mean, 99% removed from anything on their search engine. If you look up anything about Hunter Biden, good luck finding it. Maybe you'll find it, you know, at the bottom of Google, it's got Google with like, 50 O's. Yeah, maybe you'll find it on number 50 if you have that much time to search that far back. You know, their their best guess is most people are going to go through the first page, maybe the second page, and after that, you know, most people aren't going to look any further than that because they don't have the time and people's attention span are so short any, anymore. They need like instant gratification. I need to find what I need to find right now. That's it. I got it. And I'm gonna, this is what I'm going with. So to put on a good show, the Dems want to flare up like a hemorrhoid and act as if Google is a, you know, a fair search platform where you're going to get all results. And you know what? Side note, if you want to see how unfair and how search results truly go with Google, get download DuckDuckGo. Look up the same thing you look up on Google on DuckDuckGo and see how many more options you get. You'll probably find what you're looking for a lot faster. Now, DuckDuckGo's got its own set of problems. Google, as far as a search engine goes, is far superior. I won't take that away from them. Uh, DuckDuckGo's got some work it's got to do. However, you will actually find more more or less what you're looking for on there, and you're certainly going to see a whole bunch of different results than you're going to get on Google. 
That being said, the left is flaring up like a hemorrhoid, trying to put on a good show to make Google, uh, to make it look like Google is being fair and balanced when in actuality we know that they're not. Uh, and they want them to completely censor it out where if you look up like your local, your local uh, pregnancy center so you can go get some information on it or whatnot, you're never going to find it. It's going to redirect you to abortion clinics only. Now, remember, in the past, you know Google's going to do it because as far as COVID goes, you remember all the numerous changes that they made to their privacy policies to protect healthcare privacy. You know, saying all the fake news coming out and whatnot. And so they would, you know, get rid of some of your searches if it didn't follow in line with what uh, their new policy states. So I'm sure they're going to make some alterations to it. It's going to get to a point where if you use Google and you look up anything to do with pregnancy that you would like to keep your baby, you're probably getting directed directly to an abortion clinic because they want you to do nothing more. If you don't do anything else when you look it up, you make damn sure you go kill that child. They're going to make that decision for you. You have no right to make that decision for yourself. How dare you even look that up? Because, again, it's a power thing. Uh, Just to touch back on climate change, that's a perfect example. You pay taxes. Okay, If you go and look up statistics on people's uh, priorities from the top to the bottom, climate change and global warming isn't in the top five. Uh, I think last time I looked, it wasn't even in the top ten. That's how much people in society actually care about global warming and climate change. But yet, your tax dollars... They're making that decision that you don't care about that. You care about so many other things before that. They're not going to address that because they're in power. How dare you tell them what to address? Don't you realize, you stupid peasant, that you don't get to make that decision? We take your money and tell you what's best for you. You don't tell us. That's how we're being treated. Because as much as nobody cares about climate change, what are they dumping all of our tax dollars into? Climate change even though you could care less about it. How most people could care less about it. That is real low on the list of priorities of what you need to see fixed in the United States. But yet, that is their top priority because it's their priority, not yours. Just like the baby situation. It's their priority that you be able to have an abortion, that you go get an abortion. That's where they want this to be. They don't want you to have that choice because that is their priority, not yours. Your young girl, your older woman, wherever it may lie, you're unsure, you don't know what you want to do, and if you go, if you want to make that decision to go to one place or another, you should have the opportunity to go and look up the information on both, go speak with counselors at both, see the process at both, and then make your decision. Now, I'm pro-life. I couldn't be any happier that they overturned Roe v. Wade. Uh, but I also am a person that believes in freedom of choice and believes in being an American. And that is your choice. I don't like to see when your choices are being uh, manipulated by one side where they want to lead you in one and only one direction. And that's exactly what the Dems are doing using Google to help them uh, in this situation. You know, side note, if you've never actually watched an abortion and you're thinking about having one, why don't you go watch a real abortion at different stages? And I guarantee you, 
by the time you're done, if you're not going to the toilet to throw up as you watch these little babies, because to me they're babies, they trying to get away, and you can obviously tell they're in pain when they're cutting them apart and taking them out piece by piece, these monsters that have no feeling towards it one way or the other, if you go and watch all the videos, I would be willing to put money that says you would run as fast and as far away from an abortion clinic as you can. Because that's one of their biggest selling points in an abortion clinic is to not show you the process so you have no idea what's being done in there. They just want to tell you we're going to take care of you and you don't want to. We're going to terminate. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. But they don't actually want to show you what they do. So if you're you're considering it, Go look and see what happens. And in, in the same breath, let me say, go and look at a birthing process, whether it be by C-section or whether it be a natural birth. Go watch that as well. And then you tell me which one you want. You don't have to tell me nothing. But you decide for yourself which one you want to do. I'm, I would say nine times out of ten, you're going to have that baby because after the abortion and that empty feeling in your body not understanding what just happened to it and it goes through that rejection period because you've taken something out that was a valuable baby then there and now the body's got to go back to its, its normal uh, state of being, you get nothing out of that but pain and heartache. On the other hand, when that baby comes out, no matter the situation, when that little pretty little thing pops out of there and you get to hold it and that baby loves you just because you are you, you don't need to be nothing special more than mom or dad. You're the best in the world. That's as much as they know. You treat them good. You feed them well. That's your buddy for the rest of your life. Uh, I think you would choose correctly or wisely at that point. All right. It's Tuesday. It's hot in Florida. My God, it's hot. Oh, maybe it's global warming. Oh, no. No, actually, it's hot every damn summer down here. I don't care about global warming. It's hot. Uh, I hope you're enjoying your summer. I'm kind of glad we're in August and it's coming to an end. Here in Florida, it stays hot all the way till uh, mid-August. I mean, mid mid-October. August is usually we're scorching. The first half of September, we're hot, and then it starts to taper off. And then around mid-October, if we're having a good year, the weather will become a little bit more decent where your highs are maybe in the low 80s and then your lows at nighttime will go down to about 70 the humidity moves off so it's a little crisper outside the weather gets a little bit better uh but if you're enjoying your summer hey enjoy the rest of it i'm looking forward to fall myself and getting past all this not to mention i'm looking forward to to november because i would like to uh see things change uh beyond that i hope you have a beautiful day uh, we will do it again tomorrow for sure. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Truth Social at The Real Little Joe. If you'd like to check out any videos that I do, Little Joe CC on YouTube, Little Joe's Conservative Corner on Rumble. If you'd like to reach out to me, littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section. And uh, that's a wrap.